the Herald Sun Supercoach AFL captain. Loyalty is for losers. Hello, Supercoaches. Another podcast, another week around 19 preview. And we've got former Fremantle great Paul Hazelby, the WA Supercoach captain. Hello, Hayes. G'day, Jack. Yeah, exciting time of the year for Supercoaches as we head towards finals. It's time to start settling on your final lineup. Keep some trades up your sleeve just in case you get some injuries to some of your key players. Uh, what about yourself? Yeah, well, I haven't done that, but that's uh, my fault. I was. Uh, Put off by making some poor decisions early on the season and not trading up at the right time. So I've run out of trades, but pretty happy with where my side's at. Okay, what can you tell us about West Coast debutant Luke Partington? Yeah, look, he's been playing some really good form in the waffle. He's been averaging 27 possessions. He is a goal kicker. He's an inside mid. He's a contested possession winning player, which is going to enable him to get some high scoring in the super coach. He should get plenty of opportunity, and I reckon he'll probably play the remainder of the season out if he can start his career very well. It's going to be wet. It's going to suit midfielders, so he's going to be a good choice for people to get in. Really lowly priced. So with uh, Matt Prittis out, he's going to get plenty of opportunity. Okay, now over at the Dockers, uh, Michael Walters out for the rest of the year with that knee injury. Who do you expect to gain added midfield time in his absence? Yeah, I think it's going to be Lockie Weller, the player, to get that extra spot. We've seen Michael Walters go into the midfield at times. Lockie Weller's been playing on the half-back line, sometimes half-forward, but I think he'll be inside a little bit more. And Ross Lyon has already flagged that during the week in his press conference. Connor Blakely's another one that they could use a little bit more through the midfield, but Lockie Weller had a great start to the season. He's just tapered off a little bit, but I reckon it could be a good time to get back on him. They're a good midfield. They all get plenty of the ball. They play the Giants, which will be a challenge, but I think going forward, he's the one that's going to get more midfield time. How do you expect they'll play Sean Darcy between now and the end of the year? I expect him to play every game. They'll manage him throughout the week, rest him up with from some of the training sessions, but it's a good opportunity for them to get some games into him. They know next year they've got Aaron Sandlands coming back into the lineup, so that may mean the end of Sean Darcy for a period of time because I can't see both of them working in the same side. So put him in there. He's up against Dawson Simpson this weekend with big Shane Mumford going out of the lineup. He's been rucking well, getting a lot of taps, and he has the ability to win the ball around the ground as well. So I would keep him in there, and I would suspect he's going to play every game. Okay, who's in form at the moment, Hayes? Who are the higher scorers of round 18? Rory Sloan got back into form. He scored 169 Supercoach points on the weekend, had the 28 disposals, but it was the 15 contested that really helped him. It was a surprise, though, that Geelong didn't tag him. It was a little bit disrespectful and probably cost him the game in the end because he was the key player. I think going forward, if I was playing against Adelaide, I would tag Rory Sloan. So I wouldn't have him as your captain this week. If you've got him in your side, keep him in there. I probably wouldn't be trading him in after that good performance because I think he's going to be vulnerable with the tag and he hasn't proven that he can beat that yet. Dusty Martin. Yeah, he's another one, isn't he? Very consistent, 150 points he got on the weekend. They play the Gold Coast Suns, and they're going to need him to really stand up if they're going to win this game. It won't be easy. No Jack Rewalt in the lineup, So he'll be called upon, and why wouldn't he score highly? Because he has done it all year, and it's just he's put aside all the concerns about his own future going forward, and he's playing some great football. Shannon Hearn's another one. That's the last two weeks he's been in form for the West Coast Eagles. Maybe that's because their midfield has been falling down, that the ball is actually starting in the back line, but he scored 149 points, and he backed that up after playing in the Western Derby and won the Ross Glendening medal. So continue with him. They are sharing the ball around in the back line for the West Coast Eagles, which gives him plenty of opportunity. Callum Sinclair had a good week at the Swans uh, he, after going back to the knee full and then coming back in and performed really well. He did. He kicked the five goals, scored 148. I'm not sure he'll back that up again. He'll get some more... Um 
put into him this weekend from the opposition coach, but he's got that ability to play in the ruck at times and go forward and kick goals. But I can't see him replicating 148. And the other one is Jack Gunston, mm. which will be very interesting to see what Alistair Clarkson does with him this week. He played at half back, but I think that was a tactic against Fremantle when they went with the extra number or two numbers in defence, which really set up their play against Sydney. Will they adopt the same game style? I'm not sure. I reckon he'll find himself back into the forward line at some point. But maybe that big score got him some confidence and now he's ready to go back and kick some more goals. Okay, who's been the most traded out players of the week? I'm guessing someone like Toby Green would have, considering he's not going to play for the next fortnight. Yeah, you're right there. He's been hard to catch this year. He's had some good games, but of course, with the suspension history, he's hard to have in your team all year round. I think it's time to trade him out. He's out for two weeks and you want to try and settle on what you want going forward. And he's also been marked a little bit harder now too because he is such an important player for him. I think he's been identified by opposition coaches that if you stop Toby Green, you're going to win the game against the Giants. So I don't suspect him to have a big finish to the season. Scott Pendlebury, of course, with his thumb, I'd be trading him out if you still got him. I'm not sure we'll see him back for the remainder of the year. Nick Newman is somebody that I've had in my team for a long time now. His value has gone up to 405, which I think is probably the limit for him. He's playing in the back line, doing a good job for Sydney, but I think as the year goes on, he's probably growing a little bit tired, and it could be time to trade him out. Michael Walters, of course, if you've still got him, you want to get rid of him and trade up and get a premium player into your lineup. He's been worth 517. He's been fantastic, but he won't play for the remainder of the year. And Toby Nancurvis is the other one that a lot of super coach captains are starting to move him out of their side because they've got the other Ruckman playing in there. And when you have two Ruckman playing together in Soldo and himself, it doesn't really work and give him the opportunity to get to as many contests and win as many hitouts. Okay, who are we trading in, Hayes? Uh, who... At a good price, should we get in for the last few weeks of the year? Yeah, Connor Glass was very good in his debut for Hawthorne, and you'd suspect he's going to get some opportunity. Very good with his disposal efficiency, went at 93%, so there's a reason to keep him in there. You know, he may not play every game, but at that price, you've got to have him in there. Lewis Young's another one that you want to get into into the Bulldogs' defence. He was outstanding, looked like a seasoned professional on the weekend. Um, Dustin Martin, a lot of people getting him in there. Of course, he's been very consistent throughout the year. Rory Sloan's been traded in. I think that's premature. I wouldn't do that myself. I think he's going to get tagged going forward. And Patrick Ryder, he's the other one that has been very consistent all year. And I reckon to get in the All-Australian team, he needs five big games to finish. So it could be a time to get him in. Okay, captain options. Uh, Patrick Dangerfield seems just to be a lock. If you had him in for the whole year, you would have uh, reaped the rewards. Well, I have, and he was outstanding again. Not as good as normal, but um, I thought his impact on the game probably wasn't as great as it has been for the most part of the year. He'll be looking to bounce back from some criticism in the media that he's copped, and I think getting over that injury as well, he'll be back to his best. Gary Ablett's back into the lineup now. He's been resting and rotating throughout the year, So, but when he does play, he's been very good. They play Richmond, which we presents a good opportunity at home. Tom Mitchell's one that's just continuing to improve. Opposition teams aren't tagging him. They are happy for him to get the ball because he doesn't explode away from the contest and generally doesn't use it by foot as good as some of the other players. And Dustin Martin, of course, is always a good option for Supercoach captains. Fantastic. Uh, Thank you, Hayes. Good luck with your Supercoach team this weekend and for the rest of the weeks ahead before the finals. And another Supercoach podcast back next week.